0: It's that time for the weekly recap right before we all hit Christmas together and like a good Christmas present, Chris Michaels joins me once again as my co-host where he believes he has a leaked list of who was on Epstein Island. We're going to hear all about that in the second half. We're going to talk about Donald Trump and what's happening with the 14th Amendment. Sit back, grab yourself a cup of coffee or whatever it is that you're into. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden here on the America Out Loud Network. America emboldened.
1: Great, I feel emboldened. You don't know the founding fathers. You don't know what they did. You don't know what they sacrificed. We have lost touch with the principles
0: in the Constitution. Nobody's read the Declaration of Independence. You are voting for socialism and you got what you voted for welcome bold americans to another episode of america emboldened i'm your host greg bolden and we have our co-host chris michaels joining me today here on the america out loud network as always go over to america where you can check out all of my colleagues work and the 24 7 america out loud talk radio network we got some america out loud news to share right now a little heads up for everyone The americaoutloud.news website, as well as the podcast, will be taking a brief intermission starting this coming Sunday, December 24th at 2 a.m. Why? Because they're prepping a brand new launch of the website, and they'll be now putting out uh, some America Out Loud talk radio classics. Some of the best programming throughout the week between Christmas and New Year's to keep you entertained. What does that mean for you? Well, if you listen to my show here on the America Out Loud Network, I'm not part of the radio network, I'm just part of the podcast. It means that on the America Out Loud Network, this is my final show of 2023, but only if you only listen on the America Out Loud Network. You can tune in directly by typing in America emboldened on any podcast network, Spotify, Apple, you're gonna find one that has my photo on it but it does not say America emboldened with Craig Bolden it simply says America emboldened there will be new episodes all next week for you available directly through me so make sure you go give that a follow like subscribe and you can get that as well as on my patreon page with premium content that is available on patreon.com backslash America emboldened yeah you can subscribe as both a free subscriber as well as a paid subscriber. And then my podcast will return back on Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024, on the America Out Loud Network, while I'll still have the Tuesday and Thursday shows and some weekend content for you on my Patreon page as well. So you're going to want to make sure you're following the podcast format directly on one of those sites. It also is coming directly from me next week, uh, so that way you continue to get good programming should you want to continue to listen to uh, some nice topics. Now, we're going to cut back to the weekly recap where I sat down with Chris Michaels to talk about what's going on. If you didn't know, we have Jeffrey Epstein once again in the news because, well, the list of people visiting the island, a judge has ordered it unsealed. Old Americans, this week has been an interesting one with something that just happened a few moments ago that I was unaware of that it got published until Chris Michaels made me aware of it. Chris Michaels, what names are starting to come to light?
2: Ooh, the names on Epstein's flight logs. Ooh, Epstein and they got Island. listed. They got listed, and there are a lot of people who we always thought would be on theirs. Uh, people like Oprah—that's no surprise, especially. So
0: Oprah was on the list of names. The
2: apparently so, according to this. Mm. Um, does everybody remember John of God? That was Oprah's spiritual guru. Was he there? I don't know about John of God, but this is the kind of individuals that Oprah hangs around with. Just to give you reference, he's from Brazil. He was sentenced to 99 years in prison for rape and human trafficking, over 600 victims between women and children. And he was literally creating a farm. The women that were on his farm were forced to be pregnant and either sell off their kids or have abortions because in these elite circles, you find out that they believe that uh, fetuses and babies' blood rejuvenates them. So that's Oprah's spiritual guru. (laughs) Wow.
0: Um, So we have our first question. Uh, Can you tell us, was George Clooney on the list?
2: Good question. Let me get over to the list. I will be right there. Uh, Another interesting person that was on that list, some of you may or may not know, but there was a name by the name of Ed Buck, not to be redundant. So Ed Buck, for those of you that aren't aware of him, he was a huge Democrat fundraiser. And he was best friends with bug-eyed Schiff and also Hillary Clinton. And he is now serving a 30-year sentence for injecting black men with liquefied meth and then raping them, and in some cases killing them. It's the sounds only reason like a, why
0: sounds like a real, a uh, real good person. And what yes, the hell?
2: Yeah. And by the way, George Clooney is in fact on that list. George Clooney is on the list. We have it confirmed, nice. along with Gwen Stefani, mm. uh, Heidi Klum. Oddly can, enough, can Hillary I ask, you Michael's, where are you getting this list?
0: <laughs> is there a place that I can put this list up onto? Uh...
2: I'm looking at it on Telegram, but I will tag you in the X posts. Okay. Thank you.
0: That way I can put this up for people. Um, if you would like to check it out as well. I just also want to see what the source is. Cause I'm just trying to find this. They want to know was Barack Trump or Kevin Hart on the list. Um, we will get that to you in just a few moments. We're looking through it.
2: And once again, this is assuming that this list is accurate and what we know about this, this list that has just come out, um, we know for a fact that we've known about this list. There's there's nothing new really on this list. We've seen it before. Um, yeah, I mean,
0: I, I've I've had eyes on this document for some time, and people told me that I was looking at a uh, fake document that these were not the actual names. So, the fact that these are finally being released and now it's matching up, it, it tells us that all those things that we believe that we knew was true. And uh, we have to connect some dots for people tonight, maybe on Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, What happened on that island? Just kind of re-explain the scenario and the situation. Make sure that all listeners are completely up the speed uh, because this story is
2: wild. Oddly enough, the woman that has posted this on X is not coming up with a search and I'm searching by her name. Okay. So let me, let's continue, but I'll get back to you.
0: What you should know, ladies and gentlemen, is the judge is now unsealing 180 names from Jeffrey Epstein's Lolita Express, people that are confirmed to have gone to the island, not just flown on the plane. Out of those 180 names, we also know that the courts have told us that three names are not going to be released. They will be blocked. I want to know why those three names are being blocked, unless it's a former president Bill Clinton, which we know he was on the Lolita Express many, many times. I think he appears on that list over 20 times as taking flights, maybe him. And then you have a theory that maybe we would see Hillary Clinton, his wife there as well. Is that correct?
2: Yes. And oddly enough, if this list is accurate, I sent you a list, um, one version of it. I sent you a screenshot. Um, Hillary Clinton is on this list and so is Bill Clinton. So the three names that aren't being mentioned, um, I think it is going to be John and Jane Doe's. Okay. So in other words, victims. Yep, no, that and makes they sense. And victims should not be
0: re-victimized.
1: Right. right.
2: That would make sense to me. Um, otherwise, this list so far is something we completely anticipated. These people and these names are not anything new. Beyonce, is she on it? Yes, she is, along with Bernie Sanders and Ben Affleck. No, so, Bernie Sanders. Paul, <laughs> well, how that. do you get how do you be a lowly senator, uh, a daughtering senator and suddenly get how many houses is he up to now? <laughs> Him true. and Elizabeth Warren. They're <laughs> in a race for real estate.
0: Hey, buddy Paul says, I saw one of the names was someone who was misidentified in a photo and therefore wasn't involved. So maybe that's one of the people that could be. they're removing. Yeah, could be.
2: We have to assume that this list is accurate. Um, but if it's not, we wouldn't be surprised either. So yeah. we'll just have to wait until the new year. But does and that mean we should assume that it's accurate or assume that it's not? I would have to say that this list is probably accurate because the people that are mentioned here, it's not anything new. I mean, you've seen Jeffrey Epstein's uh, little black book, the phone book. Yep. Now, the phone book doesn't mean that these people actually went to his island. It's just a list of contacts that he has. And these names are in those contacts. So yeah, but just- there is a distinction yeah
0: and just so people know i actually have his black book uh both the redacted version and the unredacted version um and uh you know i can prove it to you doo, 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 here we oh, go anthony
2: Weiner was on it too oddly enough
0: here's the redacted version yeah right
2: yeah I've so got this both. stuff already
0: released and i have the the flight logs as well like that stuff's been out there for a while um, you can, you can find all of this stuff out. What I just want to know is, are, are these the names from the court or are these like leaked from there or is this people just putting stuff out there and still speculating? Because,
2: uh, I thought it was supposed to be released in the new year.
0: That's what and I thought. That, that's what I'm kind of like.
2: It's got linked. Yeah. So, that,
0: that's what I'm wondering what's going on here. I with,
2: think we should, we should take this with a grain of salt. Yeah. I think that's the best option here. Uh, but when now I saw that
0: Ed now Warren that you this- now that you personally ruined George Clooney's career, um- <laughs> oh yes, yeah, <it> me. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't the Batman movie. It was it was you right now on <laughs> yeah. America
2: Emboldened. It wasn't the rubber nipples. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> <It> was- nope. <laughs> Not at all. Holy Chris Michaels. <laughs> Uh,
0: So so just so you guys know, the name of the document that I just showed, that is Jeffrey Epstein, who had the island where human-trafficked girls, young girls, um, is his little black book of contacts with everybody that he had personal contacts with, as well as there's a list for everybody that flew on his plane to the island. So there's a record that's been out there for some time. Uh, the media does not like to publish this whatsoever because they state that simply for being on the black book, simply for being on the Island does not mean that they took uh part in criminal activity. But I think, you know, just what Chris just said a second ago, the, the fact that this one guy was being named and he, uh, is a rapist serving 30 years in prison um, tells you that, you know, this might be pretty bad. Um, yeah.
2: <laughs> so another little interesting thing about Jeffrey Epstein is that he had two islands and nobody talks about the other island, which is great St. James. Mm. And um, another little tidbit that not a lot of people are aware of is that Ghislaine Maxwell, she was the daughter of the huge United Kingdom media magnate, uh, by the name of Maxwell. I can't remember his first name. Um, also working for the Israeli Mossad. She was a submarine pilot. So you have Jeffrey Epstein, you have Ghislaine Maxwell, Ghislaine Maxwell, I believe is also an air pilot too. If I don't, re- if I remember this correctly, but I know she was definitely a submarine pilot and just off the coast in the U S virgins, you have, a waterfront property owned by the Bidens. Not too far off. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe they drop by for a visit every now and then. Maybe he's one of those names.
0: (laughs) Oh, come on. I don't believe that. But Go ahead. Look, (laughs) rich people buy islands, right? Sure. So... Where's your evidence that Joe Biden has this island near uh, Epstein? Because let's be honest, when you're talking in terms of rich, I don't put Joe Biden in the terms of insanely rich people. This guy's in the millions of dollars. Not last time I checked, I don't even think he's in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, I, I find that hard to believe, even knowing how he finances plays in dollar. I mean, I can't just let you say, "Oh yeah, Biden's got a place here at the beach, no, 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 outside it's not Epstein him that Island." Owns
2: it. No, no, the the, the family okay. has access to it. So the Bidens. Dude, I so you I got, the, you can I got go to the Politico.
0: I got, acce- right I got access to Aruba. I take my passport and I fly on a plane. That doesn't mean that I'm in any way
2: visiting. Come on. You're being absurd now. No, no. He he it's property. It's waterfront property. He didn't buy an island. I know, but do you you see the dots that you're connecting? You're like,
0: but yes. Biden can barely walk <laughs> across the beach. You think he's participating in sex orgies with human trafficked
2: girls? Come you on, you never man. know. You Come never on, know. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm reeling you in. So you could, you should. So another know. another little tidbit about all of this is and this is from dark journalists. Um, some of this stuff. He some does good work. Is, yeah, yeah, he does really good work. And some of this is my own research. And it appears as though that not only were the Epsteins and the Maxwells working for Israeli intelligence in blackmail blackmail material, so that they can get whatever it is they need to get pushed through in the in the government or whatever else there's also a focus on technology and transhumanism uh you remember his ranch in new mexico Mm -hmm. so he was going to baby basically create a baby factory so he had 20 women that was living there and they were all going to carry his seed and they were all going to give birth to his children if you look at the real estate owners in that area you've got people like oh the vatican owns property all throughout the area in New Mexico. Um, You remember Imus, Don Imus? Are you saying
0: saying the Vatican owns property in New Mexico because they own own Catholic churches?
2: No, apparently they own property over there.
0: I mean, because the Catholic Church owns property across the entire country.
2: And doesn't pay taxes on it. (laughs) That's correct. Yes, I am well aware. (laughs) I know
0: where the skeletons are buried within the Catholic Church. Trust me. (laughs) I have intimate knowledge.
2: (laughs) But the point is this, is that we've got this transhumanist movement. And for people that don't know what transhumanism is, it's basically a blending of mankind and technology together. So you want to incorporate mankind's sentience into, a, into a, a hive mind. Then we hear stories about Stephen Hawking being taken on this submarine. And the submarine was being piloted by Ghislaine Maxwell. Did you hear that story? No, but,
0: but okay. I'm, ta- I'm going to tell just, you. just Just for the record. Let's bring up an image of Stephen Hawking from when he was alive.
2: No, Don't bring I mean, up a speak and spell.
0: No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but that would have been really, really funny. I, I'm sorry that I didn't do that. I want you to picture this man being put onto a submarine. How, how do they get him into a submarine?
2: I'm like, about to send you that picture. That's out.
0: I, I just... I'm learning that submarines have wider openings than I ever imagined. But I mean, that is heavy equipment that, that he needed. Uh he was not mobile. He was not able to walk, not able to, you know speak. Speak. You use the device. That's why the speaking spell he's right. Oh my god, was that his autograph at the bottom?
2: Oh no. No dude Don't Seriously, tell me. he, he hasn't no, look at that photo again. Wait, I gotta see this. <laughs> it's up on the screen. Does it look like somebody is writing in a car, a moving car? Yes. That's not him. Don't no there's way. no way he wrote that. No. Get out of here. Stop it. Imagine how agile that wheelchair has to be to get a signature like that. Do you think he like tapes a pen to his shoe and he just kind of like shimmies back and forth to get Stephen Hawking out of it? Taped. <laughs> 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 he's
0: not doing anything now. <laughs> no, he's not. That computer, but I did send you that that computer was permanently turned off. <laughs> <laughs> so you sent me a look, photo. Where, where's that photo? Did you send it through X Did you send X? Okay. Yeah.
2: So here's the point that I'm getting at. And this is the same um, theory that dark journalist has is that these people were focused on something beneath the waves and particularly something in what they call the hot zone. And the hot zone is the Caribbean goes Mm -hmm. from the Bermuda Triangle all throughout the Caribbean Sea and the Caribbean Basin. And what are they looking at under there? Apparently, according to The Dark Journalist, all these contractors and the military personnel that work within the area have to sign NDAs. Those NDAs basically say that you cannot talk about anything that they find beneath the waves, the implication being some kind of submerged civilization. And if you think that's far-fetched, go back to a 2010 article where they found an undersea submerged Mayan civilization off the northwest coast of Cuba. There's one article about it from 2010. They picked it up on LIDAR and sonar, never heard from again. So the idea behind all of this is that these people are focused on land rising. And that's where you get the whole Atlantis myth. And if you go back to certain occultists, they believe that you know, climate change is not land sinking or water rising. It is land rising. Mm -hmm. Now, if you go along with that, it does make sense as to why the royal family is the largest landowners and a lot of their land is coastline and submerged properties because they're anticipating land rising. One further thing about all of this, when Miss Maxwell was on the run. She purchased a home in all cash. Remember that when they found her? She used the gnome de plume Janet Atlantis. Janet Atlantis was a, I believe she was a playwright or an actress way back in the vaudeville days in the early 1900s. And on top of that, she was trying to set up something called Terramar. She spoke in front of the U.N., And she spoke in front of all kinds of different groups, I believe, including Disney. So Terramar, what's that about? Terramar is about setting up a citizenry within the global commons. What are the global commons? The global commons are resources that all of mankind should technically have access to. So you're talking about lakes or oasis in the middle of a desert. You're talking about oceans that are more than, uh, well, ocean water, five miles beyond the coast of any national boundary, because then you're in international waters. You're also talking about the internet, the atmosphere, air, and space. So if she's trying to create a citizenry, of the global commons, you're talking about a transnational group. She's trying to get around being a citizen of any country so that they can do whatever they want at least five miles from the coastline.
0: It's a pirate lifestyle,
2: right? Exactly. Pirate <laughs>
0: days where no laws, you're not a citizen of any country. You're in international waters, and therefore you do not need to respond to any lawful order because you have your uh unique rights while you're at sea, a global ocean community. Yeah. I mean, there it is, and it's, it's well sorted. I, I've actually read this stuff before. Terramar UK. Um, I've gone into this before uh, when I was looking at uh, Ghislaine Maxwell and some of her connections and what she was doing. And I tied this to the human trafficking stuff back then. hundred percent. Yeah. It, you look at it. And if you want to get around uh, being able to be charged for human trafficking, then do everything at sea and get people to willingly come to sea. And then they lose their rights outside of there.
2: Absolutely. And I will tell you this story that I know from somebody in, the, in a past life of mine when I was into politics, more often actually running for politics. Uh, there was a politician who was up and coming, and he was going to be made uh, into the club. And so he got offered to go on a cruise. And he said, absolutely not, because I know what you're going to do. He fully anticipated that they were going to get him all liquored up and drugged up and then engage in some kind of activity so that they had blackmailed photos of him. And he did not go. And that was the end of his political career.
0: Oh, man, I, I would have liked to have heard his stories from going and take a photo and document. He'd be a very rich man at this point in time. Hey, Chris, let's take a quick break right here. Get a word in from the sponsors. Go over to AmericaOutloud.store where you can check out all of the great products, to help. Keep the network lights on. We appreciate that. You can also support this show, America Emboldened. You can go over to Patreon.com backslash America Emboldened where you too can subscribe and become a bold American. Right back in just a moment. You're listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden, and Chris Michaels here on the America Out Loud Network.
2: Well, the out loud truth was the rallying call that started it all. America Out loud. News was an idea, a movement, a place where folks would feel comfortable speaking the truth without being censored or canceled. The First Amendment is alive and well. America Out Loud Talk Lady. It's a fight for the soul of humanity.
1: Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com, code OUTLOUD for 25% off.
0: You already know Genesis plus HOCL is your best defense against viruses. But did you also know it's the most powerful weapon for eliminating airborne mold too? Customers are raving about the Genesis Fulker's ability to tackle mold problems and the bad smells that go with them. And we all know mold is a hazard to your health. There's no airborne invader that Genesis can't handle. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash
1: out loud to receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything.
0: Americans. You're alive here on America emboldened with Greg Bolden and Chris Michaels. Glad to talk to you tonight. We've been having a spirited conversation about Jeffrey Epstein and Epstein Island and the list of people, the first half of the show. Now I want to ask Chris about Colorado trying to block Donald Trump from the ballot. And using the 14.3, the 14th Amendment, to block him and then saying that he had an insurrection. I did a show on this yesterday, Michaels, but I'm curious for your thoughts on uh, what's going on. What are we seeing?
2: What we're seeing is a coup. That's what we're seeing. We're seeing third world politics because all of this is absolute nonsense. Why is there a rogue court? telling voters who they can and cannot vote for is uh, is the is the election now up to the judicial system because if that's the case then one you delegitimize the judges and the legal system you delegitimize the election process you delegitimize both democrat and republic part republican parties because now you are taking the rights of the primary voters away from them and putting them into an elite class that determines who you can and cannot vote for. What are the states that just came out recently that are I think Florida is one of them, removing all other candidates from the Democrat ballot ex- except Joseph Biden. I mean, what are we looking at here? This is this is a fascist movement and I was going to bring this up on my podcast but I might as well do it now, February 27th of 2023. This comes from Human Rights Watch, okay? And I'm just going to read to you what happened here. Guatemala's Supreme Electoral Tribunal decision to bar candidates from running in the 23 presidential elections on dubious grounds threatens political rights and damages the credibility of the electoral process. The decision to bar these candidates meaning people that are against the, the, the ruling government at the mm-hmm. time, is based on dubious grounds and could undermine the rights of all Guatemalans to participate in free and fair elections. Guatemalan authorities should urgently review these decisions and ensure a fair playing field for all candidates. This is from February of this year. <laughs> and if they're saying this kind of thing, because what Guatemala did was essentially what is happening to Donald Trump
0: what I find interesting is have you tried to find Donald Trump's speech from the uh, rally that he did back on January 6th? Have, have you looked for his words?
2: I read it a long time ago. Okay. I don't have it
0: in front of me. So, so let's just say it's been scrubbed from YouTube. You're not going to be able to find the complete speech anymore. There is no place where it exists. The wow. they've completely scrubbed it. Now it gets better. I'm going to play, and this this is my show uh, yesterday, but I'm going to play it here on Friday just because I need you to hear this. This is from MSNBC. This is their coverage of Trump. Uh, and, and this specific clip is what they played. It says, Trump encourages those at his rally to march to the Capitol. I want you guys to listen carefully to this. Here we go.
1: Democracy. And after this we're gonna walk down and I'll be there with you we're gonna walk down we're gonna walk down anyone you want but I think right here we're gonna walk down to the Capitol and we're gonna cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women and we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them because you'll never Take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength, and you have to be strong.
0: That's the clip. They devastating,
2: cut
0: it. right? Insurrection! Insurrection! That was an insurrection, ladies and gentlemen. He said, "We've got to be able to take it back. We've got to be able to take it back, and uh, if we don't go, where is the peaceful stuff? Right? We we got to be able to take it back with force, with with strength." And MSNBC, they immediately cut this off. Right. Except for, (laughs) that's not what he said. Because, see, MSNBC cut it off. And now, in order for you to be able to find that text, be able to find where he was saying to people, let's all stay peaceful, you've got to do a very specific search to find his to march peacefully and patriotically and make your voices heard. And I actually found the audio. I played played it on my show because I was like, you know what? I need people to hear that. It was much more than what they said. Let's listen to it. I present and let's see what MSNBC hid from you
1: that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Today, we will see whether Republicans stand strong for integrity of our elections. Peacefully
0: and patriotically. Does that sound like an insurrection? No, it does not. Oh. All right. So they're removing him for leading an insurrection? What insurrection? Who's been convicted? Who's been charged? Not Trump. (laughs) Not anybody who's been charged on January 6th either. Uh Not one person has been convicted of an insurrection.
2: Nope. But they are violating their rights to a speedy trial because they just kicked the can down the road for some of these uh, January 6th um, prisoners to September of 24. We're now talking about four years in relatively solitary confinement. How How is that even legal? Like, where is everybody? And this is what I bring up on my podcast a lot, too, is that we're dealing with a class, a political class, or I should say it this way, an elite class that doesn't care about the law, the Constitution, or the social contract between the citizens and the nation. Because no matter what nation you live in, you implicitly engage in a social contract. You cede some of your rights to the government, and the government is supposed to uphold the rights that you cede, and uh, unlike the United States, which guarantees some inherently just for being born. And there is an understanding. There's supposed to be an understanding. These radicals do not abide by this anymore. They do whatever they want, like these Colorado judges. How can you say that he's a seditionist when the trials are still going on? And then you've got California saying, well, see what Colorado did. We're going to do the same thing. The the Republicans, if they had any genitalia, would make the same argument against Biden. They would say, well, Biden isn't upholding the Constitution to protect the country. Just look at the Mexican border. So we're not going to put him on the ballot because he is seditionist. And if we ever get to the bottom of how much money he's been passed along from his son or his family members, he could be completely jeopardized by countries like China and the Ukraine. So he shouldn't be on the ballot until we can clear all this stuff up. And he's guilty until proven innocent like Trump is. I think we are in a very, very dangerous spot. And the Supreme Court is in a precarious situation. They can either hear the case. And go along with the Democrats, which completely de- de- delegitimizes anything the Supreme Court does in the future. Because if they go along with these Democrat judges in Colorado, that means that they are more concerned about their own biases and their own allegiances. If they go along with what Trump, or, or if they go along with uh, the Republicans in this case to allow Trump on the bot on the ballot, then the Democrats are going to be beside themselves, and they're going to renew their efforts to get rid of Justice Thomas and to enforce term limits on the Supreme Court, which is completely antithetical to what the Supreme Court is actually supposed to be, or if the Supreme Court just decides, well, we're not going to hear this case, then that is a complete move from the state of Kukistan, and they should not be allowed to be justices any longer you You can't get around this. This is also it's not only bad for Trump, but it is a huge come to Jesus moment for the Supreme Court whether or not they choose to uphold the laws of this country
0: well, i, I I'm not a Clarence Thomas fan, right? This guy has taken money from Gallivanting, contrast. yes <laughs> yeah. and 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 made money off his position for years. um, and the fact that people are like, oh, well, you know, Clarence Thomas, look at, look at him, what he's done for the conservative movement. I don't want my Supreme court justices to be justices where you can say, look what they did for the liberals or what they did for the conservatives. I want my Supreme court justices for people that you could say, look what they did for the country and for the constitution. Monsanto. A lot of people have forgotten who Monsanto is because they've rebranded now and there's other names on the packages. But Monsanto is where most of your crops come from in the world. Monsanto has genetically modified seed in order to uh, get the uh, patent on their type of corn. Because in America, we like to eat fruits and vegetables that look a certain way. If you grow peppers in your backyard, your peppers are not going to look like the peppers that get in the grocery store. That's because Monsanto seed is a proprietary blend of seed to try to get you a yield of the best looking crops. The corn has X amount of good corn on it per stalk. In addition to that, Monsanto treats it with certain pesticides in order to make it grow a certain way. Their DNA that's coming out of these plants are less nutritious than they used to be years ago. And If it cross-pollinates into a local farmer that has their own seed, they go, that's now our farm because you're growing our crops on it and that's our proprietary blend. And Clarence Thomas has upheld Monsanto's rights to other farmers fields repeatedly as a Supreme court justice. And guess who gets that money? None other than his wife. And here's the problem. Michaels, the Supreme court does not take any oath to ethics and standards as Supreme court justices. And until they do, there's no way to ever remove them for being, uh, corrupt while they're representing our country. And so I would like a standards of ethics, just like a a lawyer has to follow to be held for our Supreme court justices. I don't care if they got a a Republican label next to their name or a Democrat label next to their name.
2: I completely agree with you. I mean, but this is symptomatic of every government position uh, ever. I mean, just look at all the insider trading of Nancy Pelosi and Bernie Sanders All of those people engage, every one of them engages in in insider trading. And if you were in that position, I'm pretty sure you would do those things too, because nothing can happen to you. And so if you somehow enrich yourself and get away with it, then sure. This is a, it's a corruption problem and it hasn't changed since the birth of this country the second time around. It's not going to change because it enriches those that maintain their positions within that uh, that structure. So it's it's completely sad, and it's, it's hard for Americans to realize this, but it is that. I mean, the only way to get around all of this, which is completely unrealistic, is another constitutional Congress. That's the only way you're going to get around this because no senator or House of Rep, they're never going to create no. term limits. They're never going to stop insider trading. They're never going to force the Supreme Court to, to, to sign ethics document. None of that's going to happen. It should. It should. should happen tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You want to know what's really sick about what's been going on with human trafficking? Speaking of corruption, have you heard about this story on how these various groups are paid Yes, no? No. No, no you haven't. It. Okay. No. So I will quickly read this to you. And this is from Wall Street Apes. And this okay. was from a podcast that was done on uh Timcast. So we all know Timcast, right? He's fairly famous. So massive federal programs were instituted in the late 70s that pay states trillions of dollars to tear people's families apart. In Texas. Sixty six cents on the dollar put into the Treasury of Texas for it. Wait, sixty six cents of every dollar put into the Texas Treasury for, is uh, placed there for every dollar of child support that's paid. So for every dollar, this is a very, very poor quote, but the gist is every dollar of child support you pay, the Texas government gets sixty six cents off that dollar. So they get two-thirds of whatever you pay in child We're
0: support. glad the children are directly benefiting. Keep going.
2: Right, exactly. So the state is now highly incentivized to issue the maximum amount of child support. Almost all divorces got 50-50 prior to the 1980s. And there was the skyrocketing of divorces where one parent loses custody, and that was to maximize Title IV-D reimbursements. So what is that? In most states, the Judicial Retirement Fund, so the judges... Is funded from this money. So the more child support that's issued from the family courts, the larger the judicial retirement is. It's a massive program. It's the size of the largest defense programs. So the incentives are absolutely huge. Even married people uh, to get them to break up, and even and even they have to pay each other child support. That's an awful, awful quote there, but that's what he kind of mumbled. So because you would think the best child court would just be a 50-50 custody ruling and let people raise their kids, the best child support is to raise your own kid together in a family. But these courts don't do that. Most states actually have laws prohibiting them from doing that. And Texas has a family code in which it is assumed to be in the child's best interest that one parent gets 24% of the custody. And the reason for that number is that it's chosen precisely is that it maximizes title four D reimbursement to the state at 24%. And I have a friend of mine. He says him and his wife came to the agreement to do 50, 50 parenting, no child support because the, he watches the kids a lot while she travels for work. And so it's all worked out between them and they decided it's just better to do it that way. The courts wouldn't let them do it. And then uh, he goes on to another example of all this. But the point is, is that these child support systems are for profit and the states make the profit. And the money that is generated from these um, policies go into the retirement funds of these people. So, of course, they want this to happen. Of course, they want this kind of settlement and divorce process in place. It's, it's just another sign of the, of the corruption. Glad, glad our judicial system's working well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what do you think? How do you think we would get out of this?
0: <laughs> Burn it all down and <laughs> start it all over. All right, um, another war
2: of I 1812.
0: Mean, we'll I mean, honest, the Brits. honestly, honestly, I have a couple theories about how this all ends and none of them are good. I mean, actually each one's worse than the next. So the most likely theory that I have of what's going to happen will be something over the next 10 years. And I talk about it in radio communications uh, and my kids think that I'm joking. I think when I'm teaching this in the classroom, but the truth of the matter is, and you're going to understand this when I say it, it's very likely that a solar flare Eventually we'll knock out communications, knock out the power grids on part of this world, and we'll have an apocalyptic scenario for six months in a certain region of the world. Whoever's the sun facing side that takes the hit from that flare when it comes in a Carrington level event. And at that point in time, we'll have to rebuild government, rebuild society. And that's likely 10 to 20 years away. That's just the flat, cold fact reality of where society is likely headed. Of most likely possibilities. And it also explains why all these elites are building bunkers, uh, getting their yachts to be able to survive in the water, uh, going underground, all that stuff. It makes a ton of sense when you think about it. And then it doesn't really matter what we're doing to the constitution. The second scenario um is uh, you know, someone just put Obama's new film. That's what I was getting ready to go to. This uh leave the world behind that. We're destroyed from the inside in a civil war. That countries will tamper with us from a cyber uh, attack until people start to attack one another. And I think that that we're already seeing. I mean, after Donald Trump was removed from Colorado's ballot, the first thing that people started typing on on social media was civil war, and that scares me. Right? Who's the enemy? You want to have a civil war? It's not like the civil war before where you're fighting against other people in the country. I mean, what side are you going to fight on? Are you fighting for MAGA? Are you fighting for Republicans? Are you fighting for Democrats, progressives? And are we all going to wear pins? Like, hi, I'm the libertarian. Please don't attack me. I'm not part of either of your, your, your mobs here. Right. Um, That's a possibility that we, we break into societal unrest. And then the third one is what Michael Benark said to me a little over a year ago, uh, in that final interview, he said, Greg, the country's already dead. You need the, to, to wake up and this romanticism you have for America, it, it's false. It died a long time ago. The constitution is just a piece of paper. People don't care about what the Constitution is. And as a result, they get exactly what they're voting for. And that's socialism. And eventually, socialism is going to take over their lives. And, Michaels, we're already seeing it. Socialism is taking over people's lives. What you just discussed about the court system taking the money from the children that actually need it and taxing it is a form of socialism. When you redistribute wealth and you take it to another place, that's not just. That's not right. People worked hard for that. When you say to somebody that, we're going to have a universal healthcare system and that doctors can only be paid X amount of dollars to perform their service. That's not just, that's not right. People went to school, they got degrees that they paid for with their hard-earned money. It's not right to say, because if somebody is a skilled neurosurgeon and you need neurosurgery, do you want to go to the guy who does it for a dollar fifty down the street? Or do you want to go to the guy who everybody knows is the best neurosurgeon in the entire country, but he charges you a thousand dollars per second compared to the guy charging you a dollar fifty? I don't know about you, but I'm going to try to get the thousand dollar guy and pay it off over a life. And I'll probably never pay it off, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to try to make it happen. Right. Like, I don't understand the fact that people are OK with progressivism and socialism. But I will say this, that Michael Benark was spot on. He was right. People are completely OK with it at this point in time.
2: I think so, too. And the reason well, I why, my they, where are you? Go- What's going on? Is your camera drunk? I think so. My camera's
0: like, <laughs> look over there. I have no idea. No one's in the room with me. It's like it's all a ghost.
2: Well, I think you're right. And and you have to look at the typical playbook, problem, reaction, solution, create the problem. You have more and more people in poverty, right? And they're justifying all of this looting that's going on in major cities as well. You know, these big corporations can take it because they've got insurance policies and the insurance companies will just reimburse them. So when you have that kind of mindset And people are not getting better. Their standard of living has not gone up. It's gotten worse. Then you're going to have desperate people that will vote for anything like universal basic income. And once you do that and you accept universal basic income, you might as well just write your body off to big pharma or whatever other big industry is going to have control over your life in your region. Because in order for you to get that universal basic income, then you have to obey whatever the government mandates. Because unless you do that, you will not get it. You will not be able to live. You won't be able to buy food and everything else. God forbid it turns into a digital currency. Then it's all over. So how do you, it then becomes the question, how do you enrich people's life? How do you make them okay? Okay. And it, it's there's a lot that goes on with that, but I think it, it I think it comes back to once again this notion of making it local. I don't know if you remember in World War II everybody had a victory garden, Mm-mm. and in some places uh, in New York City and, and I,
0: I'm not old like you, I wasn't born back then.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, victory garden was basically everyone grew their own garden, so right. they wouldn't I, have I, I to worry what, about. I know what you're getting at. Yeah, so. It's the same concept, except maybe you just bring it back. You have to give people a sense of purpose. And that sense of purpose could be to revitalize the community that you live in. And that could be something as simple as starting up a community garden, making sure parks are clean. Um, You're going to a 15-minute city. We could go into a 15-minute city. I mean,
0: mean, kind of you're you're romanticizing the 15-minute city right now.
2: I didn't say anything about digital currencies or electric vehicles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you can
2: walk everywhere in 15 minutes and everybody's
0: got their community garden.
2: Uh, but that's uh-huh. that's what it ha- I think that's what has to happen. I think we have to start focusing on ourselves and our local communities a little bit more and giving each other more credit for being human beings and doing what we've done based upon the experiences that we've had. We're only doing the best we possibly can.
0: Well, Bold Americans, it's been a a fun time here this evening here on the show. We've covered a lot of ground and gone to a lot of places, but it's, it's been a long one. So we're going to wrap it up here. Michael's, uh, you know, I hope that you have a absolutely phenomenal Christmas and a happy new year. I'm looking forward to doing more of these shows in the coming new year of 2024. What any big, uh, 2024 plans,
2: I do. For me, big 2024 plans. Well, first thing is that I will probably be doing podcasts on Instagram Live or Instagram Reels. Okay. So you'll get to see my charming face. I'll also be doing uh, exclusive podcasts on Spotify and only on Spotify so that I can play music and also add video to it. So that that's- does chop off some of my listeners, but that's okay. And I'm going to be doing a series on the origins of mankind from the angle of Theosophy and Blavatsky because it's very, very interesting. I'm reading some of her books. What is conspiracy theory today is a cult fact 100 years ago. Mm. And that doesn't mean about devil worshipping or anything like that. You're talking about the origins of mankind on a spiritual level. Very, very interesting stuff. So, it's a lot to digest. I'm going to distill that and create a series on that. I can't wait to hear it. That sounds awesome.
0: Now, I know one of uh, our listeners, Spirit Mama, she's going to love that series. I have a feeling she's <laughs> serious. I think she's going to really enjoy that. That's, that's going to be a good one. All right, everybody. We're going to call it a night here, uh, wrapping up the show. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to America Emboldened with Greg Bolden and Chris Michaels here on the America Out Loud Network. Be bold, America.